What's this next one about? I legit don't know what we're gonna talk about, dude. Really? I really don't know what we're gonna talk about. Really? I forgot. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hint somebody, but it didn't work out the way that I planned it. Okay, delete that. Delete no, it. no. Now everyone's gonna hear, no, can... everyone's gonna hear it now. Gosh, never mind. Take it back. <laughs> My point was I wanted to talk about lifestyle. Now you want to talk about lifestyle? Talk about lifestyle and MMA. Lifestyle and MMA, or MMA as a lifestyle? Mm, mm. MMA as a lifestyle. MMA. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? Well, I'm asking you, what does it mean? What are you asking me? Do I look like I have an MMA lifestyle? Jeez. Yeah, like you know, always talking about MMA lifestyle guy. Come on. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I think everyone has a different definition of what that means. Yes. Um, for me, an MMA lifestyle is being able to apply the things that I've learned through MMA into the rest of my life. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it, is learning the lessons and applying them to your life. Yeah. It's not just like reading a book, right? You learn at the gym, and then you apply them to your everyday life. Because that's what Bruce Lee said. He said yeah. Bruce Lee talks about knowledge not being enough, but application is yes. where you truly understand something. Yeah. You know, so that that's I, I took that to heart, and that was... Uh, Believe it or not, a very angry person back in the day. Hmm. Very bad road rage. I know that's a surprise to you. I spent so much time in the in the car with me. I know it's shocking to hear you that. Just I popped have my that. ears like twice already <laughs> from all the yelling that you've done. Yeah, I, I get it. But I used to have a road rage problem. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So this yeah. is not a problem. No, this is a lot better now. Oh, Jesus. I don't chase people in my car anymore. I used Got to. It. I used to chase people in my car. Now I just scream at the top of my lungs. So. Progress, you know? Progress. <laughs> I'm glad I can meet your audience. You're hearing some. You Someone has to hear it. what's going on. The driver that cut me off can't hear it. Wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I used, to, I used to have real bad anger issues. I used to get angry in driving, angry at school, angry personal life, things like that. Yeah. You know, so I started applying the, the stuff that I learned in MMA, you know, trying to add balance into my life. Mm -hmm. And just... Overall, less aggression and just more technique. That's nice. And started taking those concepts. This is what really helped um, in MMA. So I was like, if this works in MMA, and this is all I want to do, maybe I should start applying this to the rest of my life. Hmm. I love that. Yeah, same with the concepts. It's the, the concepts that mm -hmm. always stand out to me the yeah. most. Because the concepts is what helps me apply to my everyday life concepts for everything just flow the concept of flow mm -hmm. i can apply that to my life yeah. the concept of be like water you know that's 
that's exactly what it is. Like every day that I that I do my daily activities, I try to give myself that peaceful mindset, mm -hmm. right? So then I could be like water. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought it was a funny shape, but <laughs> no concepts like that. Um, the big one for me is controlling and staying balanced, okay. controlling of my emotions. Yeah. You know, we often, we are always on a stance. We, no matter what we do, no matter where we at, we have to be in a stance, establish our foundation. Mm -hmm. So that, that one for me is the biggest one because that's how I try to apply it with my life. I don't try, but I work on it every day because I lose my balance mm -hmm. many, many times. Every day? I lose my balance every day. So I gotta work at it every day, mm -hmm. just like in MMA, right? You're sparring, you're drilling. You always have to work on that stance, no matter what. So, yeah, it's the application of it. It's a big one. So when when you say every day, and I because this is one of the things that I think a lot of people mix up, and I think it's a good segue into it. Mm, okay. When you say work on it every day, for you personally, does that mean you have to do MMA every day? No, no. I can, I can work on my MMA at the gym when I can, mm -hmm. but the concepts that I learned at the gym, I can work on them every day. Yeah. I don't have to train every day for me to know that I need to have a good foundation of who I am and my beliefs. And I also need to know that in order for me to stay balanced, I need to have, my mindset needs to be there. And that's the same thing that we do at the gym. Your mindset needs to be there when you're training. And that's that applies with every other activity that I do in my life. I have to be present. And I think that's the biggest thing that people... That's the biggest misconception with it. Because uh, the reason we're talking about this is because it seems like over the past few weeks, we've heard the term MMA lifestyle a lot. Yeah. You know, There's a hashtag for it on Instagram yep. also. Mm. You know, so we see it a lot on, on social media. We've heard it from um, a couple of the people at the gym. Yeah. And it was just... It makes me think because people have asked me about it too. People that I thought knew me pretty well mm -hmm. still had those misconceptions about stuff when they get discouraged about stuff at the gym. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I just don't have the motivation to be here every day like you do. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be here every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I love what I do. I love training still. You know, I have, haven't competed in eight years and haven't been getting... I stopped my last training camp, what, four, almost five years ago now? Mm -hmm. Five years ago. You know, and I have no intention of, of competing anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like the past few weeks I've been training a little bit more seriously again. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I enjoy it. But I enjoy it when I'm doing it. We have a pretty good set schedule of when I'm training MMA now. Mm -hmm. I'm on a routine. I have my routine of when I train MMA, when I lift weights when I do yoga, when we go to the sauna or whatever the case is, yeah. you know, but all of those are funneling into the same goal that I have for MMA. I'm not necessarily doing MMA every day. Mm -hmm. I have to teach it, you know, so in a sense that helps me a little bit. Mm -hmm. But when I, before I was teaching, I was still just training three times a week. I would train one day, take off one day, train the next day, take off the next day and train. Mm -hmm. You know, so those are the things that I think people mix up a little bit is when yeah. we talk about having an MMA lifestyle it doesn't mean that you have to do it every day 
because your body needs rest your mind needs rest yeah and it's recognizing when you need that you talked a lot about having your mind right yeah right so you got to work on that mindset Mm -hmm. you know if i train today and my body's sore so maybe i won't train tomorrow but because i want to get better at it maybe i'll look over my notes or maybe i'll fix my notes and make them a little bit more precise or i'll watch i'll watch my sparring rounds back you know Mm -hmm. i'm not a big advocate for watching too much youtube or or instagram techniques from other people Mm -hmm. because you need to see what you need to work on yeah and it's the same thing in life i can read a thousand books about successful entrepreneurs yeah. But just by reading those books doesn't mean that I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur unless I apply those things to myself. That's the thing. You can know these things. You can have the knowledge of them. It yeah. doesn't mean you can apply it. Exactly. exactly. And I think that's what, yeah, it, it, uh, that's another misconception. Just because you watched a lot, you may be super familiar with the sport itself. You know the fighters. Mm-hmm. You know all the how they process. Yeah, all like these that, things. Yeah. Like you could be a super huge fan, whatever the case is. But if you don't know what to do or how your body feels or actually doing the art, mm-hmm. then you really don't understand the sport. Yeah. You know, but yeah, but yeah. that's something that can be argued because a lot of people can say they're very sports oriented. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say like, oh, you don't get it. But it's like if you do it, it's a different point of view. Yes. You know, you because know? By, by no means do I think I know more about professional wrestling than mm-hmm. professional wrestlers. Now, you, you've seen me watch wrestling, and you know all the little facts, like I'm a, a running encyclopedia of, of professional really? wrestling of the 90s to the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, but by no means, like, if I ever sit and have a conversation with any of them, you know, Undertaker being the, one of my top guys. Yeah. You know, if I ever sit down and have a conversation with him, I want to hear the stories from him, because I'm not going to assume that I know these things just because I've been watching him yeah. this whole time, and I read and I watch all of his interviews. doesn't mean I know him doesn't yeah. mean I know the industry yeah you know I, I want to learn about it I want to learn about these people but it doesn't mean that I know them just because I I read an article I watched a documentary on you know yeah, yeah that's... so I, I think the same could be said with MMA especially with MMA and especially people that want that MMA lifestyle you got to put in the work you got to practice you got to come and train you got to do the technique classes if you want to take it up to a next level and work the application you got to come in for sparring. Yeah. When you come in for sparring, you can't get discouraged if you get your ass kicked, mm-hmm. because you got to learn from it if mm-hmm. you want to get better. But I think a little, there, there's a lot of misconceptions there, and it's just this this podcast is just to let people know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. If you look at scroll through my my Instagram, it's all about MMA. It's all MMA, and most of the posts, like ninety nine percent of the posts, are me at the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, but it doesn't mean that that just consumes my whole life, you know. And once the weekend hits and I'm done with the classes come Saturday, I don't watch a lot of UFC events for that reason. Yeah. Because I'm done with MMA. I agree. At some point, you need that. You need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Just like with studying, you know, you do chunking. You study for a few hours and then you take a break. That's, yeah. that's what you need from MMA too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing with my Instagram. I mean, if... For those that actually pay attention, um, it's full of quotes, but yeah. it's things that I'm going through, the yeah. things that I went through, the things that I'm learning. You know, I even say it on the, on the captions. But the quotes that I, for example, relate to MMA is like things that I based it on from my own personal life. Mm-hmm. 
but it's not just MMA, you know, there's things that you can apply in your life all the time. So yeah. I put a lot of MMA content when it comes to training, but the concept and the lesson is different. You know, you can put it in your everyday life. Yeah. And that's where, like, for me, it's like, okay, it's a lifestyle. But it's like, go oh, act. I, I'm not just training and oh, all day, every day. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. no does that. You know, yeah. nobody does that. Yeah, and, and I think I talked about it before. The month of December was a huge break for me. You know, I, I oh, didn't yeah. spend too much time training too much. You did know. you end up missing it? Like, you're like, okay. You I did. Go, yeah, like, you kind of like, damn, I should go back Not like, miss, well. You don't like missing I don't like missing things, you know, because that, for me, when, when you miss something, is it applies that you're never going to have it again. Okay. Or, or you're not going to, you don't have it. And mm. I do have it, but I was, t- I, was, I made, for the most part, the decision to step back. You know, that was the month that, uh, you know, you're the one that I do a lot of my training with. Yeah. And you went down with COVID for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that kind of forced me. But even when you got back, you know, we, we started off slow. I yeah. took a break from lifting, like, heavy mm-hmm. that month, too. So I was just letting my body kind of heal and refresh. I was going through the stress of getting ready to move. Yeah. So I put most of my focus on that. And then as soon as we were moved and we came back after the holidays, I yeah. took off running. And I, I feel like I'm I'm moving better. You I are. feel like I, I have less aches and pains. Like, it, I still get stiff, like, if I, if I stop moving for too long. That's normal with everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like, spend way too many, much time not stretching your tendons. You yeah. To move. You know, so I think yeah. with my striking, with my grappling, I feel like I'm moving better than I was back in November. Nice. And a big chunk of it was because I let my body rest and Recover. I let my body crave it. Nice. You know, and I couldn't wait to hit pads again. I couldn't wait to grapple again. I couldn't wait to spar again. Mm-hmm. And even that, we're halfway through the month, the, the first month of the year, and we just had our first sparring session a few days ago. You know, because we eased back into it. We didn't go balls to the wall that, all right, we're back from the holidays. We're going to start grappling, hitting pads, and sparring mm-hmm. right off the bat. We eased ourselves back into it, and we're making sure that we have the, the rest for it. You know, mm-hmm. we take. Wednesday is completely off. You know, yeah. Wednesdays are your day. You work on your editing. You work on your social media stuff. You don't come to the gym at all. Yeah. You know, but you still do your stretching. You still take care of everything you got to take care of. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't have an MMA lifestyle because on that day. Yeah, because for the big part of it, even though I am editing, I'm watching myself do mm-hmm. the runs and yeah. I see where I'm getting caught. You know, I'm, I see where my mindset's at that day and it's like, why... I start like criticizing myself, mm-hmm. but in a way where it's constructive criticism, yeah. you know, because I also know that I'm not perfect at it. So okay, let's let's work on what um, my weaknesses are, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. So I'm still doing stuff like that, even then, even though I'm not physically doing it, my mind is still working. Yeah. And so I, I think that's where it and also helps. That's when you're working the the mental side of the sport. Yeah. You know, you're you're still getting those mental repetitions. You're understanding, all right, maybe I didn't step in deep enough or maybe mm-hmm. I only stepped with one foot and I got to step with both feet for the jab. Yeah. You know, so things like that is like you're still working even if you're physically not working because you need to give your body that time to rest and recover. Yeah. If not, your body's not going to be able to do what it needs it to do. Yeah. And because of that, I think people start flipping it and not getting the MMA lifestyle that they want because they're just breaking themselves down. 
I think for the biggest part though is being real with yourself when it comes to the sport. Like what do yeah. you want out of it? Yes. Because you know why I think about the the, the beginning when I started the sport, I was doing it because I was angry too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been an angry woman, seriously. Wow. But no, nah, I'm just saying. You know, you're gonna say that. But <laughs> but no, seriously, I was super angry most of the time. So I took that anger out of the gym and that's what's not it wasn't helping me because I wasn't learning and I was just punching shit for the heck of mm-hmm. it without yeah. proper footwork without proper everything not the right mindset nothing mm-hmm. and then with that as well I did it because okay I want to lose weight mm-hmm. and it's like okay okay you lose weight but then what it's like you gotta add skill you have to be on it it's you still have to learn yeah and it's like, okay, do people just do this because they just want to lose weight? Like, is this a chore for you? Like, mm-hmm. Because sometimes when we want to lose weight and then we don't attain the weight as fast as we want it, we kind of drag the process and feel bad about it because mm-hmm. you don't feel like you've made any progress at all. When in reality, it, it you are making progress, but not at the rate that you want it to be. Yeah. So then it prolongs that process a little bit further and they give up way too soon. So yeah. for me, I, I, I did it because, yeah, I was losing weight, but it's like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost the weight, but it's like, am I applying these things now? And, and that's the part that I love about MMA so much, and I think it's such a good representation of life, is that you're never done with it. Exactly. Because there's always something to be better at. There's something to improve at. There's something to learn, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm, I'm in my 12th year, April. April, April of this year is going to be 12 Damn, years of training dude, MMA. April? Yep. 12 years? 12 years of MMA. Yeah. And then November would be 16 years since I started wrestling. You know, so this is... I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Uh, but it's just now that I'm, I'm really feeling comfortable with the basics, with the timing, with the head movement, you know, with footwork and things like that. And then for me, is being able to teach that, you know, because it's been a struggle the past few weeks that mm-hmm. we've come back. Um, to get people to people understand the basics but they can't apply the basics mm-hmm. and it's just their body's not reacting automatically mm-hmm. so as as a coach and instructor kind of like alright how can I improve the classes so we can do more of this mm-hmm. you know so it's making those tweaks Yeah. but your life isn't over until the day that you die yeah. right we're, we're still going to be working we're still going to be breathing we're dealing with life until the day that we die yeah you know and mma is the same way as long as you're training mma there's always and and what i'm feeling now the older i'm getting Mm -hmm. you know i'm not as fast as i used to be i don't recover as quickly as i used to so now i have to find ways to get my body to do those things that don't come as easy as they did a few years ago yes you start you're making changes tweaking things adjusting things all of the same things just adjustments to go with what's current yeah that's yeah that's always better to always think about that like adjusting as opposed to quitting yes like there's no reason like honestly i don't find a reason why we should quit the sport i mean the people Mm -hmm. that do sometimes they have a legitimate excuse Mm -hmm. because life gets in the way whatever the case is some people just think it's too hard yeah but it's like you're making it hard yeah you know you can always learn the one that gets me is when people say they don't have time Bro, everyone has time. Mm-hmm. Everyone has time. You just don't make the time. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you make time to be with your girlfriend, boyfriend, or go out and stuff like that, or go out drinking, yeah. or anything, be on vi- play video games, be on social media. You're making time to be on social media because you choose to do it. The same thing with 
the sport you do with football because you choose to. Mm -hmm. But it's just your priorities change. And it's like, accept that, at least accept that. Acceptance is the big one, you know? Yeah. I never understood people that either leave the gym without saying anything. Yeah. And just poof, they're gone. Hey. And or the people that have to give a bullshit excuse as why. <laughs> I was like, if you don't like it anymore, fine, it's okay. You tried it for a while, it's not your thing. Just be honest with it. Accept yeah. it. You know? But I don't I never understood why people had to lie about things like that. I guess they you wanna know? make a good like they wanna seem I guess like they do enjoy it mm-hmm. because they don't wanna look them they don't wanna look bad, I yeah. guess. That's a big one. And it's the same way when we're in class and stuff, and I ask, like, have you been practicing? And people are like, yeah. And then you can't lie about it because it's like, all right, let me see it. And you can see when people don't practice. You can see, I've been doing this long enough where you can see the people that don't practice and the people that do practice, they just legitimately don't understand it. Mm. You know, because it's just, it's a different energy that they're giving. You know, and that's... That's the same way with school. What mm-hmm. do we do? You practice, you learn the lessons, and then at the end of the semester, quarter, whatever the case is, you do an exam. Yep. And then the, that determines whether or not you learned. Yep. But it's like, or, you know, something. You can like say that. that you studied for the exam while you want, and a lot of people do. A lot of people yeah. think that, yeah, I'm studying, 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 and I think we've all gone through it where we take a test and we realize that we studied the wrong material. <laughs> you know, so it's, or we studied too much and there's, stuff on that we study for that's not on the test exactly you know, so. knowing what to study knowing what to study and the only and when it comes to mma the only way you're going to know what to study is if you watch yourself you know and that that was my big thing i i never watched i can't say never because there's a few there's one mm-hmm. out of all the wrestling matches that i had in my between my freshman and sophomore year uh-huh. I only watched one of my matches back. Only one? Only one out of those two seasons. You know, and we had multiple matches a week, but uh-huh. I only watched one of them. And that's because someone put it on YouTube. Uh-huh. My opponent, I think, put it on YouTube. And that's the only one I watched. Because it was on YouTube, I was like, oh shit. I didn't. Back then, YouTube was still a little little bit new, so seeing myself on YouTube, I got a little jittery. Uh-huh. I see myself on YouTube every week through your channel. Mm. but it, it was a big deal for me so I watched it you know and it was my last match of my freshman year mm-hmm. and I watched it I was like oh shit you know you see things differently yeah. because when you're in the heat of the moment and stuff it was you don't remember I don't remember everything I don't remember my sparring sessions I don't rem- remember my fight Mm-mm. the only reason I know what happened in my fight is because I watched it back so many times yeah. you know but that's when you start seeing what you need to, to learn. And we talked about it a little bit last week yeah. where I had to watch myself spar again to see that it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, and once I saw it wasn't that bad, obviously not everything was great, mm-hmm. but to start making those adjustments of where things could have been better. Yeah. You know, and I, you do the same thing in life. Yes. You know, if you, you had a bad friendship or a bad relationship, you see that relationship for what it was, you gotta make tweaks. It doesn't mean play it. Yep. And that's where ah, you see this is why I mean when we go through something we talk about it. And I yeah. and I never remember in the beginning when I didn't want to talk about things because I'm like, I'm gonna give it all to myself. Yep. And that's why I thought that I could handle it on my own. But because you spoke about it, 
it kind of made me like analyze the situation. Mm -hmm. It forced me to face it by just talking about it and seeing what I was doing that wasn't helping me. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do with the filming, the, the rounds. Yeah. We watch them to see what we can work with or what to work on. It's the same thing, just a conversation. Like what we're doing right now is essentially we're talking about the experiences that we've had. Yeah. You know, and it's like, dang, I went through all that, you know? And now you can elaborate on the things that you're doing that relate to lifestyle or whatever the case is. Like, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Everything connects. And that's why the sport itself is like, it, the lifestyle is that. Like, how you are able to connect the dots. You're, mm. you're big on that. That that is something that was when I took over when I took control of the gym. Mm -hmm. That's what it was for me, you know, because towards the end of victory, it was just every month's curriculum mm -hmm. was just something random, you mm -hmm. know. So now that I, I that I took over, it's I'm, I'm trying to connect all the curriculums together, mm -hmm. you know, so that by the end of the year, yeah, there's hopefully a general understanding of the sport overall, and yes. people even the new guys will be able to start. Putting sequences together, putting stringing things together. Nice. I had a conversation with Zach last week. We were talking about some of the the people in the training camp, some of the newer guys, mm -hmm. and he's like, "People think that I'm." And this Zach was being super humble because mm -hmm. Zach was saying, "People think I'm good, but it's not that I'm good." And I was like, "Yeah, it's <laughs> Bro, because you're good." good. He's good. You know, um, but he said it was just the pressure and the transitions that he was. He's constantly moving. He strings things together. And that's something that a lot of people don't do. When one thing doesn't work, you got to go into something else, right? So if I'm going for a triangle choke yeah. and it's not working, I'm not just going to stay there and gas myself out and end up in a bad spot. But at the same time, I'm not going to quit just because my triangle choke didn't work. Yeah. But I can switch it to an arm bar. Mm -hmm. And then just finding that flow there until we find something that works. But we're constantly flowing, so we stay moving and we stay dominant. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in life. If we don't make the adjustments that we need, we realize that something's not working the way that we want it to. Yeah. But we're too stubborn to make adjustments. We're going to lose. We're going to gas ourselves out. We're going to burn ourselves out. And what are we going to have at the end of it? But if we keep moving and making those adjustments, that's how we get ahead. That's and that's... I, and we've all talked about it. That's what makes Zach so good. Yeah. Is the fact that he's constantly applying pressure and transitioning when things are, aren't going his way. He'll just transition to something else. Yeah, that is so true. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, yeah, he doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. But, and that's also a big thing is like not stopping. Yeah. Like, you don't need to stop. You can just adjust. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when, when when people's schedules change at work or school. It's like you don't have to stop MMA. You just adjust your schedule. You know, we have classes available, what, five days out of the week, six yeah. days out of the week. And you do virtual classes. We do too. virtual classes. We do private lessons. It's like you can find a way if you want it. Yeah. You know, but you got to want it. You got to want it. That's what, that's what it is. You got to be willing. Mm -hmm. You got to want it. And I just think it's so cool nowadays to do it, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, you you see the UFC fighters, you watch all these fighters, and everyone, you know, people going pro and stuff, like, dang, you know, mm -hmm. badass. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, well, 
yeah, it's cool, but it's not just cool. It's this is a way of living. Yeah. This is what's pretty much. I feel like it's a guide to life. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, you, when you are stuck about something, you think about your training. It's like, how did I get through this in my training that I can do it at home? Mm-hmm. And basically, what I've experienced and I've spoken to other people that MMA has helped them build that mental toughness that when things get hard they don't stop and they don't quit that soon because they know at the gym that they experience their purple belt their blue belts whatever belts that they went through they know how hard it was and they're like oh shit i did that shit yeah so i could do this shit at home like easy you know i went through all those rounds with these guys i can spar you know one of the toughest guys there and I didn't die, so that means if I do this, I'm going to die. Yep. And that's how you create those good repetitions, those good habits. It's just all the mindset. You know, you build that strength inwards more than outwards. And that's why all these, you know, all these MMA fighters, martial artists that apply these things to life, that's a, they're, they're humble, good people. Mm-hmm. They just want to help. Because MMA in the long run is a form of expression. Yeah. You know, your words don't really mean much in MMA. Yeah. You know, in a world where everything's words, everything's on social media, everything's about image. Yeah. MMA, you got to put in that work. You put in that effort. Yeah. And then whatever effort you put in, that's what you're going to get in return. You know, so in life, you got to put in that effort to get what you want. And when you don't know how to put it into words, you put it into actions. Mm-hmm. You know, because even, even in the kids' class, you know, I'll ask the kids every week. I was like, all right, what did we learn last week? And there's always that kid that says, I don't remember what it's called, but can I show you? Mm. So and then he stands up and then he shows the jab or he shows the sprawl or whatever it is that we worked the mm. week before. You know, but now he's found another way of communication when his words aren't there. Mm. You know, so it's a form of expression. Yeah. And um, a lot of people start that way. Mm-hmm. I think you were you were the first one that brought up the um, is uh, emotional. What was it? It was a term. The, it was the opposite of emotional intelligence. Emotional misguidance or something. Misguided emotion. Yes, <laughs> I don't know why one. I went I, through all that. I was like, <laughs> what are you? Did I said no, this? No, misguided emotion. Misguided emotion. Mm-hmm. Remember that we spoke about. All these things that we normally go through on a regular basis with our emotions, we can't control them. And we think one thing, but in reality is another thing. Yeah. You know, we take things personal. We are angry at whatever thing or whatever the case is. Like, it was it was through MMA because of the runs that I used to do, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, you just knew when something was off about me. Yeah. And then you were, I... You were fighting angry. That's what I would tell people. Yeah. I would either tell you or tell Carla that she's fighting angry. And I thought I was just sad, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. As we say, it's that misguided emotion that you think that you're like this, but in reality, your body shows something different. Yeah. And yeah, that made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You see, like it opens your eyes that way. You have to pay attention. Yeah. And, and when you do say like this is about you, it, it you mean it because it is. Mm-hmm. People that do the sport know that they have to be selfish and they have to pay attention to themselves. Well, what's crazy about it, you can pay attention to yourself, but in return, you're helping other people, too. Yeah. You know, like... Because that's why we did all the things that we did. We're we're putting um, 
And that's why we do these, uh, your your YouTube channel and then this podcast, because we really try to put a focus on, on the things that we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for for you, your your YouTube is just kind of like a, a journal of your journey. Yes. And since you started it, it's just the ups and the downs and everything in between. And this podcast is just conversations. We don't necessarily prepare in advance for these conversations. We don't have notes. We're just, we sit down and we're like, all right, this is what we're talking about. Like even at the beginning of this one, you're like, what are we talking about again? <laughs> you know, so it's just, we're, we're letting things flow and we're figuring things out for ourselves. And if it, it helps us, you know, because that's why we, we keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and if it helps other people, then that that's a bonus. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just us, you know. And anyone that's listening or watching, is, you've had the, the YouTube going for a while. You got a pretty, you're growing a pretty strong following. So, people have gotten to know you, so they've gotten to see that journey. And obviously, if they they continue watching, or they come back next week to watch again, or they come back the next week to listen to another one of these, mm-hmm. is because they found something that relates to them. Yeah. You and, know, and it just mm-hmm. puts things in a different perspective for them, you know, or maybe it is, all right, I'm not alone because they know what what I'm going through. Or people that see us is like, all right, we haven't figured it out, we're doing this, we got the gym. But in reality, we go through the same struggles as everybody else, too. Yeah, we just do things and see things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then it, it always helps somebody to know that they're not the only ones going through it. Yeah. But knowing that there's people that are going through it and can still overcome it. Yeah. Now everything that I've I posted on YouTube, I to, I have told people this is my journal, this is my me going back to my life and eventually in the future I want to go back to these videos and see my growth and see how much I've I've changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm a forgetful person. I don't want to forget <laughs> about the shit, the little things, you know, the yeah. little conversations, the li- the lessons. I don't want to forget about those things, mm-hmm. and if I do, I can still go back and and listen to me and get myself back to me, you know. Yeah. And I think that's, that that helps me stay accountable. But my intention for all that is just so I can express myself. Mm-hmm. And that was the first. That was what I want to do with them and make event. And that's exactly what I'm doing. That's what I want to do. Express myself, and then I'm doing that with my YouTube. Yeah. You know, and, and with your YouTube, when we started talking about it, it was that you you, you had a hard time expressing yourself. Yeah. And that's what made all the conversations we had kind of difficult for you because you didn't know how to do it. Yeah. You know, so this kind of opened the door for you. And people are shocked to hear it, but I hated public speaking. I hated talking. I hated just, I, just, I wanted to train and that's it. Yeah. You know, so to now teach and coach and now have this podcast is totally out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But it's it's just because I was able to do it in MMA and MMA is my language of choice, my form of expression. Yeah. It makes it easier to do this. Yeah. And because it's my lifestyle. That's awesome. I'm glad you did that though for yourself because now you're guiding me through the process and then in return I'm I'm guiding others. Mm-hmm. I I don't, I, I find it so still rare that some people that go up to me, they thank me for being myself mm-hmm. and they thank me for the lessons that I post and the videos that I post and I'm like, 
Dude, I'm just doing this because <laughs> this is exactly what I'm going through. Yeah. And I appreciate you. I just find it so weird that people approach me about it and tell me that they relate to something or that they learn something from this. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> or they feel inspired to do MMA or whatever the case is. Someone recently just posted that they, in one of my comments, they put it in one of the comments that, that she's like, okay, now she, she's, she wants to try MMA, but she doesn't know what kind of MMA she wants to try. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was asking for, like, advice and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not even doing that to give people advice. But for people to ask me for stuff, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, you know. Yeah. Even though that's not what I intend to do. Mm -hmm. But if people find some sort of help or any sort of resource or whatever the case is if they can mm -hmm. learn something from me uh, i hope it's serving a good purpose <laughs> at least yeah, and i don't know it's just that's what it is you know and yeah. it's you never know when you learn a technique you don't know what technique is going to work for you you know yeah. sometimes you look at a technique it's like i don't like that one but it turns out to be something that your body just naturally does yeah you know so you your YouTube's not necessarily like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just journaling. I'm not doing this to give advice. Mm -hmm. But people take it as that. People take inspiration in that. You know, and when I started kind of pushing, because I got the nickname Taz yeah. way before I, I started doing anything with MMA. Yeah. But it was just a nickname that stuck. Yeah. You know, and my intention wasn't for for this to be like a thing it was just it was just that was my nickname i needed a nickname to fight so it was a nickname <laughs> that they were already calling me at, at in my family so i was like i'll just i'll just stick with it because you know whatever i don't have any other nickname i never <laughs> got a nickname through the gym so yeah. this was going to be me as as taz but it was never even when i after that first fight people were still calling me sean at the gym and stuff yeah you know but because I, I, I never really pushed it yeah. But then it wasn't like the past few years where branding became a thing and it was just like, you know, I started exploring more of being myself and it was like, all right, Sean was my given name. Yeah. Taz was kind of the name that I took upon, yeah. you know, so, and it was last week I was lifting weights at UIC. I just got to the bench. I'm putting my stuff down, you know, I'm getting ready to, to have my lift and, and some guy comes up to me. He's like, are you Taz? I was like, what the hell is going on? Right. You know, he's like, I follow you on Instagram and I just wanted to congratulate you on, on the gym. It looks really nice, you know, so just congratulations on, on moving up and stuff. Mm. You know, it was someone, I, I had seen him before I see him at the gym. I've been lifting there for years now, mm -hmm. um, but we never interacted, you know, and I kind of felt bad because when he came up to me, like I recognized him as someone that comes to UIC a lot. Yeah. I didn't know he was following me on Instagram, mm. you know, but he, for whatever reason, on that day, he decided to come up and ask if I was Taz. And it was the yeah. same thing uh, late last year. Mm -hmm. Someone came up to me with the same thing. Well, they sent me a message. Uh, the UIC Boxing Club mm -hmm. um, sent me a message. And they said, was that you sitting at, at the gym um, eating? Mm -hmm. I was like, there's a good chance I'm there every Tuesday and Thursday between yeah. these times. And then uh, the next week I was at the gym eating. And someone came up to me, he's like, Taz? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the one that messaged you from the UIC boxing and stuff, you know? So now people outside of the gym yeah. are starting to recognize Taz. And that, that wasn't 
was supposed to be anything. That was yeah. just it was a nickname that I got from a family member, and yeah. that was that, you know. But right. the thing with MMA, you never know what's gonna stick. You never know what's gonna hit. But if you do something consistently enough, it starts sticking, and people start noticing things. Mm. You know, and just like if you start, if you practice your jab physically or mentally every day with perfect repetitions you have no choice but to get good at it my coach used to say that anthony used to say that all the time practice so much that you can't help but get good at it mm -hmm. you know and if we just stay consistent with everything we do in life we can't help but make something out of it yes i love that so yeah. i don't know i'm obviously still still learning it 30 years of life experience, 16 years of combat sport experience, and it's just, that's that's where I'm at right now. You know, can it change? Yeah. You know, as I get older, is it gonna change? Yeah. As I expand into other businesses, might it change? Yeah, you know, yeah. but MMA will forever be my main pillar. MMA is gonna be the thing that always holds me up. MMA is always gonna be my form of expression. MMA is always going to be what keeps me balanced. No matter how big this podcast gets, no matter if I go into other things, in addition to all of this, MMA is my, my foundation. That's my base. That's my... That's me. That's my lifestyle. Drop the mic. Yep. Not literally, because this mic can't take much more. <laughs> I was like, that's my... I agree. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that stuff. It helps a lot of us understand you too. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you're you're part of that MMA life, and you're part of the life outside of it. You know how one side disconnect from MMA. Mm -hmm. I have disconnected from MMA. Yeah, and and that was the the funny thing when when I first got to experience the other side of you, that as opposed mm -hmm. to just the coaching. Yeah, you know, just like everybody, we respect you as a coach, no mm -hmm. matter what, no matter what. Yeah. So seeing you outside of the MMA world and getting to know you as an individual is like, oh, he is a human being. <laughs> oh, he's kind of cool. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's nice. Mm -hmm. You get to experience a different personality. Or no, no, I give say personality. Different yeah, side of you. Side. Yeah. yeah, different side of you that, you know, it's more chill. Mm -hmm. You know, you're being yourself, which is good. We all need to hear that. Yeah. Because that also helps us see that you can understand us. And that's why, you know, I, when I speak to people and they kind of don't know how to approach you, so just go up to him. He literally is, he will talk to you. Like, he's not just, oh, just because I'm a coach, I don't talk to nobody. Yeah. Like, if anything, yeah, he's quiet, but just go up to him. Because once quiet. you start talking to me and I start talking, there's no shutting me up. So. Exactly, so it's like just fucking You know, my face way. isn't the most uh, approachable face. I always look pissed at the world because... Chances are I kind of am, but you know, I, I, it never stops me from having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm a MMA changed my life forever. Yeah. And that's why I, I tell people all the time. It was like I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for money because I'm not the richest person in the world. You know, it's yeah. not, I'm living comfortably, more comfortably now than I did before. Yeah. But by no means can I just do whatever I want you know I'm still gotta keep track of my budget you know for the gym and my personal life because it's just 
I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because MMA took a shy, skinny kid and molded him to be something with that. And if that's what it did for me, that's what it could do for other people. So to to pay it back to the sport, I want to continue to kind of pass that on to people, to anybody that wants to listen. Yeah. That anybody wants to put on a pair of gloves, anybody that wants to step on, on the mats. That's what I'm choosing to do. And that's why, I, that's why I do it, you know? So anybody that sees my face, and there's been times even with you, it's like, oh, you know, he's stressed with the gym or he doesn't look happy, I'm gonna... Stay away. Again, I'm not gonna, you know, ask him for help or anything like that. And I always tell you, it's like, if I look a certain way, if I'm stressed about the gym or stressed about anything, if you're coming to me for advice, that's going to help me take my mind off of whatever's stressing me out right now. You know, so yeah. it's just, I'm just a human being too, you know. I'm not above anybody, so just approach, <laughs> ask, send me a message. Like, like we end all the podcasts, I'm on all the major social medias. Yeah. Uh, it has MMA underscore fitness on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, and, and TikTok. Yeah. You know, oh, DMs you. are open on, on all of them. So. Thank you. That's what it is. Well, there. We already did my social medias that you guys can can follow me. Um, follow the journey on that. You know, I'm always posting about it. If you don't believe that I have an MMA lifestyle, then <laughs> follow that even on, on TikTok. Uh, I'll post some of the similar videos, but then that's where we kind of see the other side of, of Taz as well, you know, because there's yeah. some, some goofy videos up on there too. So yeah. you want to see all those sides. Just My life's an open book. So that's yeah. where that is. You can follow Nene as well on Instagram, Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM. You want to ask her questions or ask about her lifestyle? You can do that on Patreon.com/slash Nene MMA um, and subscribe to her YouTube channel. Thank you. Yep. Like, comment, and subscribe. You dig? Yeah. That was a good one. That was, Thank you. That was fun. We had uh, possibly some technical difficulties in the middle there, but we got through it. Just it's life, so. Uh, thank you guys for listening as always and thank you to everybody that that caught up and saw some people catching up on previous uh, podcasts so thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys next week goodbye